Mindfudgers, and welcome to episode 37 of the Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Andy! <laughs> also known as... Princess Sophia. And of course... George Tripsis. The Greek Eagle. Caca! Golden, glorious, gangrenous, gyrating, gregarious, gaping, gutsy Greek Eagle. It's a lot of G's there. It's only going to get longer. I know. I'm amazed you can remember all of them. Me too. Yeah. I don't even write that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get you a shirt that has all of them at the end of the season. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> maybe that will maybe we'll make that uh, something in our store whenever maybe. we make that set up someday. The giggle. The giggle. All right. Well, let's get right to the show. This week's theme is science, and this one was chosen by Andy of all people. Hi. Why did you pick science? I have a bachelor's degree in chemistry, and I like science. I'm That's a big old true. nerd. That's not true. Shut up, George. It can't be. That's impossible. <laughs> Me, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone can get that a degree in science. <laughs> Literally, yes. Anyone. Yeah. It's one of Andy's many degrees. But okay, science. That's that's a good topic, I guess. Let's go into Mind Melters. Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. Question number one. Andy, you're an expert on this. Is the world flat? No. Just depends on who you talk to. <laughs> What's the right answer, though? <laughs> the answer is no, of course. <laughs> but if you talk to, like, there's a rapper out there right now. His name is... B.O.B. Bob, or, yeah, B.O.B. He wants to prove that the Earth is flat, so he's starting a crowdfunding how to you, send up satellites to prove that it's flat. How do you know? I, I don't understand this. We've got pictures of both sides of the world. No, man. It's Hollywood fiction. So he just wants a satellite to prove to him. We all need our own personal satellites because I'm going to be like, I don't believe you, B.O.B. Yeah, because there's not enough space trash already. I've seen gravity. I know what is happens. Is that what we're calling astronauts now? Space trash? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call Elon Musk is what we're going to call it when he hey, gets no, up there. Elon Musk is a hero. We're talking about real astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> like Neil Armstrong. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> the moon landing. It's all fake. Fake Rick, news. Rick and Morty showed us the truth. Yeah. Let's ask him if he thinks the world's flat. <laughs> of course it's flat. That's what he's going to say. <laughs> My friend Bob told me so. <laughs> Question two. Science or weird science? Can't it be both? One or the other. Science. We're getting sex robots. Definitely weird science, because I like wearing a bra on my head. Uh, Weird science, definitely. It's more fun. Yep. Sex robots. No, weird science is better. Years of learning and preparation to get to sex robots. I'd rather just have fun with the weird stuff. Yeah, give me the magic bottle scenario. Yeah, but we're at that point now. You don't have to learn the science. Money is an issue, too, though. Weird science, things just happen. Yeah, it's just magic. All right, fair enough. <laughs> she blinded me with science. Question three. This one's just for you, Andy. Why is Elon Musk your hero? It's the hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his winning smile? <laughs> no. No. Uh, it's because he actually puts his money where his mouth is. Yeah. All, All right. dirty, like. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Prostitutes. I, I, I think Elon Musk is a cool dude, and uh, he says he wants to die on Mars, and he has a game plan. Even though we make fun of him on the show and stuff, I think he's a pretty cool dude. Yeah, PayPal. That's my answer. He invented this shit and then sold it for millions of dollars. PayPal's pretty great. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Tesla's pretty great too. I just can't afford one. Yeah, PayPal's accessible. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All right, well, that does it for Mind Melchers. Let's move on to this week's consumption. 
Consumption. Andy, what have you been consuming? Uh, I've been off for a while from work, so I've been playing video games on my phone. On your started... just exclusively on your phone? Well, up until I actually get out of bed or the shower. Uh-huh. So for like the first three hours that I'm awake, yeah, on my phone. <laughs> okay. What have you been playing? Art of Conquest. It's a, Is that a f- the Arnold Schwarzenegger game? No, that's like Strike Commander or some oh, shit like gotcha. that. <laughs> uh, this one is like medieval warfare between different factions and stuff. It's it's not bad. It's like Civilization. You just build stuff. People yeah. come and destroy it. Yeah, a little bit less control than in Civilization. But yeah, it's it's not bad. Pay to play kind of game? Uh, no, it's freemium. Freemium. Yeah, <laughs> it's accurate. Yeah, yeah. So you got the free. Can't portion. be any worse than like uh, He Man Tappers Tappers game over there. Yeah. That, that game was amazing. What are you talking <laughs> Is about? Is it though? <laughs> You're like one of the ten people in the world playing it. I don't want to really play that much anymore. But yeah, it was fun while it lasted. Because he gave his hand something else better to do. Jerking off. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about Fight Club here. <laughs> what about you, George? Uh, so keeping up with the theme, I saw the new Blade Runner movie. Uh, you know what, Ryan Gosling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Just, uh, just for Ryan Gosling? Is it the only reason? It's the only reason I went to I go figured, see it. I yeah. figured. I wanted to see his cold, like, dead stare for three hours. <laughs> he, he and was, man, did I get it. <laughs> he was perfectly cast for that movie, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, so, uh, when I initially saw it, I was like, oh, it's all right. But it kept me thinking. And the more and more I kept th- thinking about it, the more I liked about, uh, the more I liked it. And um, So, it started as a 7 out of 10. Yeah, around there. And then it, you know, progressively got better. The only problem with the movie, I'd say, is that there's a like a whole hour of the movie that doesn't belong. Like it, they could have cut an hour out of the movie easily, or at least forty minutes. Oh, because of the where they show My Little Pony, the movie in the middle. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Weird, in my particular opinion. All of a sudden, My Little Pony and Care Bears and stuff. Well, I have one question though. Uh, was Wesley Snipes in the movie? That's what my girlfriend thought too. Halfway through the movie, she's like, "When is Wesley Snipes going to show up?" And I was like, "Sweetie, this is the wrong Blade Runner. <laughs> wrong Blade. Wrong Blade." That's amazing. Uh, no, it's it's a pretty good movie. I know people are not not everyone's going to like it because uh, I don't think it's a movie for everyone. It the first Blade Runner is not a movie for everyone, right? Uh, so the way I feel about this Blade Runner is how I feel about the old Blade Runner. It's really slow and boring. Where there's moments where nothing kind of happens. But the story in this one is much better than the first one, in my opinion. I just wish they would have like gotten to the beats faster. Because mm-hmm. uh, there was points of the movie where I was already making the conclusion for the movie 40 minutes in. Right. So, and you know, when the audience is doing that, that's bad. I have two questions for you. The first is, do we get more Voight-Kampf questions? Voight-Kampf questions? The, uh, the thing to tell if it's a... Uh, yes and no. They talk about it. Like, they tease it a little bit because, you know, it's a but sequel. But no new questions? No, no new questions. Ah, those were awesome. And uh, second, do robots dream of electric sheep? 100%. Okay. There's electric sheep in the movie. Amazing. I don't believe you. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, well, what's your final rating on it? Uh, probably about an 8. So it's a movie that an hour didn't belong to, and you're going to give it an 8 out of 10. Yeah. That was, wow. that was my only beef about it. Well, because... I felt the same way about the original. Like, the original's fucking... There's it's a lot so of, long. There's, there's, there's oh, yeah. super long, and there's, it just didn't really need to be that long. Yeah, I agree. And that's how I felt about this one. And you also gotta have to be in the mood to watch this movie. You can't right. just, like, go see this on a whim. It's kind of like you plan your day around this movie. 
So, with all that being said, I think it's a beautiful shot movie. It's it's great. I really wish they would have kept the Harrison Ford uh, part a uh, secret because mm-hmm. it would have been a really great surprise. That makes sense. Like um, they did when he died in the Star Wars movie. Spoiler alert for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen Force Awakens by now, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I would recommend people who like uh, who are like hardcore sci-fi fans, or if you enjoyed the first one, definitely check this one out. Okay, cool. Uh, I've also been playing some video games, which Vigima is, games. is rare for me. Uh, but I started playing Cuphead. Yeah, me too. Which is super fun. It's you know, it's all hand hand drawn animations the entire game yeah um it's really fun really really challenging one of the hardest games i've played in a long time and i've been like grinding through snes games lately so (laughs) that's saying something i beat castlevania a couple weeks ago wow um yeah so i mean this is harder than that i would say yeah cuphead is no joke it's a hard game it is tough but it's so much fun and it's addictive yeah it's just a beautiful game and like you fall easily into that world and it's just the, the music's music, great. Music really yeah. ties it all together, and you know, it's just the cool. character design's great. All the villains are fun. Everything looks like a, a, mo- a cartoon monster right out of the 1940s. So it's like, yeah, super duper fun. And uh, if you haven't checked out Cuphead, I think it's like 20 bucks on Steam, the marketplace, and Xbox. Yeah. So give it a shot. It's a lot of fun. Andy would like it probably. Andy would definitely like it. I will probably never buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that does it for consumption. Let's move on to this week's casseroles. Casseroles. How many casseroles we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. Andy. Screw you guys. Who's <laughs> <laughs> been pissing you off this weekend? <laughs> uh, my circadian rhythm. I worked Sunday and Monday nights, and then I've been trying to like loop back around because I'm supposed to cook a brisket tomorrow and take it into work. And instead of being able to loop back around and be on days... I am now sleeping from noon to 5.30, and it is, it is not good. It doesn't sound good. It no. doesn't sound fun. I am tired and cranky. So normal. Yeah. Yeah, normal for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, George? Who's been pissing you off? Uh, so this week, it will be the Fandango website. Okay. Or the Fandango app, actually. Not the website, because the website's... Well, the website, too. Fuck them both. Didn't they stop supporting both those in, like, 2014? No. Oh. Uh, so, if you didn't know already, the new Star Wars tickets are available. I'm a big Star Wars fan. If you look around my office, you'll notice. And I tried to buy tickets on my Fandango app, and it just kept on fucking crashing, or it says it couldn't go through the checkout with my card for whatever reason. It's because so, you probably need to do it on an iPhone 3. <laughs> Maybe a Zoom. <laughs> A Zoom. That's exactly yeah. what I needed to do. It uh, and then, uh, thankfully, my girlfriend surprised me with tickets because I was just getting fed up trying to buy tickets. But fuck it. Yeah, I always wait until like two days before and go and buy them at an AMC because they always just open more theaters whenever they fill up. So I'm not so worried about buying them ahead of time. Well, you don't also care to see it in IMAX. I do. It's not a big deal for me. It's yeah. a big deal for me. I just watch it a month later. Yeah, like I, got, I gotta see it opening anyone. night, but I don't care that much about screen quality. I'm definitely, stuff. I'm definitely gonna see it twice, so I'm not like. Yeah, bugging over with my shitty seats, but okay. Uh, my casserole is Ticketmaster. Um, <laughs> more tickets. Uh, well, what happened is uh, there's a class action lawsuit against Ticketmaster that again just ended not that long ago, and a bunch of people got reimbursed in different ways. Um, I got passes to get like 17 free tickets from Ticketmaster. Plus, awesome. so where are we going? Plus, like a whole bunch of like five dollar vouchers for parking or whatever that I can use for anything. 
And uh, I was like really excited. I got all this stuff and I started looking. And it turns out you can only use any of these at the beginning of the year when they have when they initially announce all of the available tickets for the year, and they're only usable on certain events. So oh, I have all this stuff sitting there, and like there's not a single event coming up that I can use any of it for. I have to wait until January to even like try. So anything good coming up in January? I don't know. Oh. They haven't released next year's event list yet. Hmm. So, so wait, maybe something good will come out of it. Maybe, but it's kind silver of, lining. It's kind of a pain in the ass, and I have to remember in January. <laughs> Leave a note somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So casserole. At least cool. You get seventeen tickets. I mean, it is kind of cool. Like if I'm, if I can do that in January and just like buy a bunch of tickets for a bunch of different cool stuff, then that'd be great. But so you're taking me and Andy to some shows, right? Hopefully, yeah. yeah. All right. Kamuftum. Probably not Kamuftum. 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 I won't go to that show. Yeah. But KMFDM is a drug against war. Well, Mastodon's not going to be there. Yeah, so <laughs> we're not going. Who cares? <laughs> we were going to go, but then Mastodon backed out, and now we're not going. <laughs> so that's it. That's that's it for Casseroles. Let's move on. Casseroles. It's time for Hot Fudge. Screw you guys again. You want the Hot Fudge? What do you got for us, George? All right. So uh, this week's uh, Hot Fudge is titled The Metal Stomach. A 52-year-old man in France is diagnosed with psychosis, uh, which means he's lost touch with reality. I didn't know that. I had to look that up. And despite receiving treatment for the condition, he had a tendency of initially swallowing metal items. These items would range from nails, knives, screws, spoon handles, nuts, and coins, etc. The man ingested the metal objects so frequently that over time, clumps of the material would mash together in his stomach in masses known as bezoars? Bezoars. Bezoars. Thank you. These metal bezoars would become so large they would block the opening of the stomach and the small intestines, preventing his stomach from emptying. And then the 52-year-old went into the emergency room more than five times, complaining about stomach pains and nausea and vomiting blood. Um, duh. Uh, after four surgeries the surgeons removed more than a hundred pieces of metal from various shapes and sizes Uh, metal bezoars are one of the rarest kind other types include uh, clumps of undigested milk hair uh, with people who have uh, trichnophobia no trichnophilia trichnophagia trichnophagia Trichnophagia. and uh, plant materials such as vegetables and fruit and stuff so yeah, that's never happened before, and it was uh, the first case, first kind of its case of surgeons removing. What did the guy expect? You eat a bunch of screws and shit, and then he's like, "My stomach hurts." Uh, yeah. I also, uh, I also found a picture after the surgery. If y'all wanted to see, y'all can describe it to the people what it looks like. That's just some of the pieces during the surgery. Um, it looks like a whole bunch of pieces of copper and steel that have rusted or. All of the sheen has come off of them, along with a whole bunch of bile. You want to see? Uh, that looks less bad than a hair bezoar would look. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty uh, interesting. And, you know, thanks to modern medicine, they were able to save this guy. Because the stuff has uh, punctured a hole into his stomach. So they had to go through the hole, patch that hole, and then, like, take the shards of metal out. Sounds fun. Yeah. Thanks to modern science and engineering. He should just die. <laughs> <laughs> like if you just keep eating metal, you probably you know deserve what well, you get. Well, it's a it's a it's a problem. He has a mental problem. I knew a guy who ate uh, laundry detergent. Weird, like daily. I knew a guy who, who loved the smell of cat litter. 
Are you talking? Fresh or dirty? <laughs> Both. <laughs> mm. I don't even like cat litter all that much. I had a friend that was just like, I love how it smells. And I was like, that's so strange. You can just imagine him at nights just like putting his face to it going. <sighs> and masturbating. Does he have like a certain brand that he likes more than others? I really didn't invest a lot of energy into that conversation. I was kind of just like, ooh. Like, oh, and then I moved along. Right. Yeah. Keeping weird. you away from my cats. Thanks for telling me this, but could I get a number one with a Dr. Pepper? <laughs> People so, are strange. People are strange. So anyway, that was uh, I thought it was a really cool uh, science story. Thanks to modern medicine and stuff, you can be saved from your own stupidity. Yeah, you can <laughs> save yourself. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for hot fudge. Then let's move hot on fudge. to tell us something nutty. And since Andy picked this topic, what do you got for us about science, Andy? Oh fuck! It's this. Um. So despite having a bachelor's degree in chemistry, I hated chemistry after high school. Because the chemistry teacher that I had in high school, who looked like a giant rat, continually mixed up words. He looked like a rat? She. Oh, she looked like a rat. Yeah, like a giant one. Okay. I mean, she was only like four feet tall, but, you know, giant for a rat. Okay. Um, Maybe she was half rat, half human. A were rat? Yeah. I believe Science. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's why she was in a science teacher. Yeah. She's trying to cure her, her half-rat disease. Doc Connors uh, <laughs> thing going on. But she spent the uh, she spent the entire year mixing words up, telling things like uh, electrons have a positive charge while protons are negative, which is the opposite of what is true, and stuff like that for the for so long that I had no idea what was going on because I didn't read the book, and uh, I hated chemistry for the next ten years and. It took a decade for me to get back into a chemistry class, and now I have a degree in it. Huh. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> despite Fuck a, off! <laughs> despite a bad teacher, you uh, you still followed through and got a degree in it. Yeah, on accident, kind of. All right. Cool. Yeah. Hey, George, you got a funny story about science? So, my funny story is about my uh, chemistry class in high school. We were just a bunch of idiots fucking around, mm-hmm. and in the chemistry class, you can... They let you like change the flame, colors of the flame of the Bunsen burner, but you weren't supposed to fuck with how high the flame gets or whatever. Right. And of course, you, I never paid attention. And so we just made the flame as high as it can go. And we were just tossing all sorts of shit and like, it goes green. It's and a magic potion. And then it turns super blue <laughs> and then it turns purple. And I'm like, what if we mix them all together and see what happens? And then this shit just went whoosh, like a big cloud went straight up. Like it. I don't know, the gases or something. I'm not a fucking chemist here. But shit just kept going up, and mm-hmm. it went all the way to, like, the the ceiling of the high school, and it just, like, left a really big black mark. <laughs> and we were like, oh, shit. And then, like, that's the moment where the teacher just walked back in because he was talking to somebody outside the hallway. Right. And we just played it cool. And I'm pretty sure he's like, what the fuck? After a while. <laughs> but, yeah, that's my funny story. We, uh... Damage property with Bunsen burners. So this is called a flame test, and it's how they used to determine the constituents of of chemical compounds. Okay. Uh, They would try to separate them and then burn them to figure out what it was. They'd be like, oh, well, this burns purple, so it must be potassium, because that other thing we knew was potassium, and it burned purple. Um, So I guess mine is really more of a a story about me slacking than, than about science, but... When I was in seventh grade and we were supposed to dissect a uh, cow heart. Wow. I didn't want to do it. A cow heart? Yeah. Uh, we did We did frogs and that was fine. 
you know. I didn't like the smell of the frogs. It was really gross. And then uh, we did, I think, baby fetal pigs. Fe- fetal pigs. And that was really gross. And then they brought in cow hearts for everybody. And they were really big and veiny and just disgusting looking. And uh, in the middle of the school year, our teacher switched. Like, the guy left and somebody else came in to take over as our teacher. Fuck you kids, I'm out. And I was like, I I can't do this. And they're like, you're staying and doing this. And I was like, no, it's against my religion. (laughs) So you said you were a Hindu or something? (laughs) And they were like, what religion are you? And I was like, it's none of your business. (laughs) See, that's why you did that Indian accent so well. And they made me sit in the hallway while everybody else dissected cow hearts. And I was like, score. (laughs) Because it was real nasty. When we dissected fetal pigs in ninth grade, I took home the nose of my fetal pig. In a uh, Ziploc bag. Set it in my room someplace. My mom took it and I don't know what happened to it. I'm pretty sure it went in the garbage. Yeah. Should have worn it. Fetal pig. <laughs> like it should've was the nose. Fetal. Like tiny, tiny. Yeah, you like, should have put it on the tip of your nose. Uh, okay. But we also dissected a cat and took home a cat's paw. I couldn't have done that. This that. is the weirdest school. Where the fuck school did y'all go to? I couldn't to? have dissected a cat. That would have been... They were dead me. already. I know, but still, it would have like killed me inside. Did they just like ran out of frogs and shit? Like, oh, we found a dead cat in the back. <laughs> we found this kid in the back. He was murdered, obviously. Oh, what was <laughs> it <terrible>. is Houston? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man. What was terrible was we had a. Uh, yeah, I took that my senior year, and we had a major flooding thing. Uh huh. So the way it was explained to me was that the storerooms for the science labs had the the drains. Well, the drains backed up. So they knocked over all of these, all this stuff that ends up basically breaking open the containers that have the cats. So some little freshman girl opens up the classroom to go into her class in the morning before her teacher gets there, and water comes out with floating dead cats. And I was like, oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) Floating dead cats. That should have been your nutty story. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. It's a twofer. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for Tell Me Something Nutty. Let's move on to this week's Ask the Nuts. It is time to ask the nuts. It's a bit nutty. Question number one, Andy. At what point do you become a mad scientist? Probably after a few lab accidents caused by idiots or improper stuff, and then you just go crazy. Okay. George? The moment where uh, Captain Hammer keeps cock-blocking you and steals your girlfriend. Good answer. Uh, I'd say it's when you start digging up corpses (laughs) to try to (laughs) reanimate them. (laughs) That's also a good one. (laughs) Everything's good up until then. Um, next. It's all theory at that point. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's the uh, actual attempt to make it happen that makes you mad. Uh, question two. Andy, who's your science hero? <sighs> Watson and Crick are pretty awesome. It's got to be Elon Musk, right? Right. Along with uh, with Franklin, who was very important with the X-ray crystallography. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Neither of you, right? Sure. <laughs> These are the guys that uh, figured out the structure of DNA. Oh, you know what? I think I heard them because where I, I work, I work at Houston Methodist, and I think I have heard that before. Those names now. now Watson, Crick, and Franklin? Yeah. yeah. It sounds vaguely familiar. It was also famous because a while back someone vandalized the plaque with uh, Watson and Crick's like discovery on it uh, by putting Franklin's name on it, too. Because she was vital and didn't get recognized at all, because who knew that the Nobel Prize was kind of sexist? What isn't these days? Well, this was back in like the 30s. and uh, It really was back then. <laughs> yeah. Linus Pauling, who's the only guy who's got two unshared Nobel Prizes, but also weirdly believes in megadose vitamins, so I don't know. Elon Musk? <laughs> that sounds right. George? Uh, Doc Brown. Not Tesla? 
I'm going to go with Tesla. Tesla's too easy of an answer. Plus, he's a character in my comic. Yeah. Easy. All right. That's me, Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. We got to go back to the future, Marty. Does Insane Clown Posse still not know how magnets work? How do they work? And what about tides? You can't explain that. What was the question? I heard ICP and magnets, and I was they like, "They have Wait, a song what? about how they don't understand what magnets do or how oh. they work." Really? Yeah. yeah. And apparently, like scientists have explained it to them over and over again, and they just still don't get it. What the fuck? <laughs> Bill O'Reilly also had something where he was like, "Tide comes in, tide goes out." Can't explain that. And a scientist was like, "Excuse me, sir, you can. It's fucking gravity." <laughs> okay. So, explain why they don't understand it? Do they understand it yet? Apparently not. No, no, no. no I don't think they do. I did not know about this until now, but apparently they do not. Yeah. It's probably because they keep drinking that weird soda. Or because they're juggalos. That might have a little something to do with it. It might. Yeah. I've never heard any of their music. You're not missing much. I've heard that one song, but I don't even think it was theirs. I think it was another group named Twisted. No, that they had one song that was like fairly popular that I do remember. Not being that bad, but I mean, I don't understand the obsession. Yeah. Yeah, it's an obsession. All right. Yeah. They got their own line of sodas. I know. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. They, they drink some weird, like, Shasta it's not, it's not, it's not tab, shit. but it's like some brand like tab. Yeah, we should just do a whole episode on Juggalos. <laughs> Let's just do an episode where one of us, we should start doing like research episodes where one of us has to find out weird shit and explain it to the other. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> Your, your first one's going to be furries. <laughs> All right, I got this. All right. I explained digital stimulation in the army, even though I didn't know what it was. I explained to a bunch of soldiers how to finger bang someone. Wow. Digital stimulation is a medical term for assisting someone to poop. All right. It was not something that I knew. <laughs> he learned it, though. I bet no, did. I didn't. I bet he did. <laughs> I just taught people how to finger bang. Really well. How do, you, how do you teach people that? There's a spot. No, no, no. There's spots. Yeah, there's, I, I'm aware of how it works, but like, how do you teach somebody that? You, you have a model it. or something. Do you have a, Do you like draw it on paper? Or do you like have a model? Like, yeah, you draw it on paper, or you use your hands and be like, "Here's the G spot. Here's the <laughs> V spot, or something." So there's another spot between. Shut up, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Uh, if you could splice your DNA with an animal and become a streak shark-like creature, what animal would you choose and why? Sloth. Street sloth? Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good one. What's he doing? Oh, he's just laying there. Oh, he grabbed his own arm and fell off whatever he was on. I don't understand. <laughs> he's taking a nap. What about you, George? My next one would be the sloth bear. What? The sloth bear. You are neither sloth nor bear. Sure I am. But yeah, I've never seen a sloth bear before. No, I don't even know it's a thing. It's, it's a very lazy bear. It's a, all it really is. Okay. And it has I thought you were mixing a sloth and a bear. No, it's a real bear. I'll okay. Google to fact check them. Like We aren't playing the game yet. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, well, it was the bear in the Jungle Book. The live action one, did you see that? Nope. No. Oh, well, that's what the kind of bear Baloo was in that movie. Okay. What the fuck, sloth bears? All right. Yeah, that's weird. I'd pick something like really weird, like giraffe. <laughs> half man, half giraffe. So what part of you is half and what part of you is The it? tongue. The tongue. Hey, baby, I got a 12-inch tongue. <laughs> Street giraffe. <laughs> that's a good answer. Yeah. 
Uh, next question. Is the government trying to create genetically enhanced soldiers? Uh, conspiracy theory? Much. Yeah, that kind of does tie into the conspiracy As theory. As a episode. former soldier, I'll say that they're just trying to mechanize everything. Like, they're not going super soldiers. I think they're going exoskeletons. All right. That would make sense. Yeah. I mean, it makes but, way more sense than, like, breeding programs or something like that. But during the age of, like, uh, when they were doing all those tests like the L- lsd tests and stuff like that world war ii era world war II MK era. ultra yeah the mk ultra program yeah yeah maybe i'm sure that somewhere that line of experiments is still going on like there's no way it's completely shut down there has to be some like random mad scientist in a lab like trying to create some super soldier and that's serum. how we get the abomination in real life probably I think you'd be or AIDS or AIDS. Yeah, more likely to find some way of controlling their uh, their brains after they're dead. Fringe, fringe <laughs> science. That's a great show. I Necromancy. Love show. Next question: If you could clone yourself, would you? God no. Yeah, the world doesn't need two Andes. Yeah, <laughs> even I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not the definitely at the same time in the same place. What about you, George? Uh, most definitely, because I can get a lot more shit done. Yeah. But you wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. You'd have I, I'll, sp- I'll spend a lot of time looking like, oh, fuck, I'm that fat. <laughs> God, just be so, so critical of your clone. <laughs> be like, fat ass. <laughs> it's like, I look just like you. Fuck you. No, you don't. <laughs> I'd probably do the same thing. Uh, yeah, i definitely make a clone and like make him do all my bitch work or... And then he'll end up hating you is what will end up happening. I'd be worried that you'd end up with like a clone that's got more ambition than you or something like that. And then you get replaced by the clone. Yeah, but you kill him eventually and... And, and take all the rewards. Yeah, for yourself. This is like that Schwarzenegger movie. Eraser? Uh, was that the oh, one no, where six like day. seven days or something? Yeah, it was called yeah. Sixth day. day. Yeah. I don't know what Eraser was about. He, him and Erasing people. Okay. With a gun. Yeah. Pretty much. Like a laser gun, I think, was in it. It was not a good movie. No. (laughs) Next question, or last question, actually. How long would you wait to try out risky new technology, such as teleporters or a self-driving car? Uh, I would use them right now. Like, if they were invented and released to the public, like, in the next week, you would be lining up to try them immediately? Yeah. A teleporter. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I'll, I'll wait for, like, a good year. At least. Just to see what happens. I mean, we're not going to end up with a teleporter, but self-driving cars, yeah. Well, what about a teleporter? Like, if teleporters were real... If teleporters were real, it would you try on it? how they work. Because All teleporters work the same. They copy you cell by cell, they dismantle you, and send the other one on the other side. They, so they actually send the mass over. Yes. Or the, at least the information. The information is fine. The mass is not. The, that's the problem, is that I've got kind of a realistic approach to this, and... As it stands right now, it's utterly impossible. So okay. unless we're discussing something that is somewhat magic, in which case, anything that I say is going to be like, well, what if it does this? Well, it won't. I'm just saying, think outside the little realistic box for a second. Okay. And a teleporter was real. All right. Like Star Trek style. Okay. All right? Yeah. You would get on, you would try it out. Yeah. I would. I yeah, give a I would shit. wait. I would wait. Like disassembling yourself and reassembling yourself, so much could go wrong. <laughs> Spaceballs made this joke, and you, you and end up with your ass in the front. I mean, I spend four hours a day on the road, and like I still would wait a long time before <laughs> I bought one or tried one. I'd wait at least a year. 
It's like buying a new cell phone. You wait uh, to get all the buttons out. I might wait a little longer than a year. It just depends. Like, it depends how frequently people get reassembled wrong. <laughs> like, What's the ratio of how many people die on this thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's as long be... as it's under a percent of a percent, I'd be fine with what, it. What's the percentage you're okay with? One in 10,000. Okay. But yeah. you're using it every day. Why would I use it every day? If you're buying one to use every day. Why, why am I buying one? I assumed we would just drive to the teleporter station and I'd be yeah, like, hi, like a, Grandma. Like a, like a park and ride. Yeah. Okay, well, even then, you're still using it to get to work every day. Why? You're driving there and I parking. I only work 19 miles from where I live. In our hypothetical situation, you're using it every day. So one in 10,000 Going there, coming back. So that's at least yes, twice a day. The irresponsible use of this fictional technology. I would not use it every day. What to happens use if, it, like, every day it would have to be, like, one in a million? What happens if, like, just have just your arm in there? Your arm would be gone. That'd yeah. Be fucking crazy. Teleports can't happen. Don't make it happen. Yeah, it could happen. It shouldn't happen. Well, that does it for Ask the Nuts. Woo! Uh, let's move on to our new segment that we tried out last week that we're trying again. Fudge, Fudge banging! No. <laughs> Fudging Wait, around. That's the other secret segment we don't record. It's time for fudging around! So for fudging around this time, we're going to play a very old party game called Two Truths and a Lie, where each one of us will tell three things about ourselves, and the other two people have to guess which one is the lie, uh, based on what we know about each other. So we're going to let Andy go first. All right. And then we'll go around the table. All right. So the only Nightmare on Elm Street movie I've seen is Freddy vs. Jason, but I have seen all the Friday the 13th movies, and I once watched a clown masturbate. I want to say the Friday the 13th movies is a lie. I'm going to agree with George. You I seen have all seen all of them. Have you? Yes. But I've also seen the first Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know why the clown masturbating didn't seem far-fetched for you. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it was this year. <laughs> no, it was, it was last you year. you got to elaborate. Tell us the story. Uh, I, was, I was a patron for a site called Dirge. And it was like a magazine about horror stuff. And they had a segment called Ask the Sex Clown. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I went to her site. And it was like the first video right there was her in clown makeup masturbating. And I was so like. So she was dressed up like Bozo the Clown just going at it? Not like Bozo. That would be a really weird fetish. All right. But you didn't actually see her in real life. This was a video you Like watched. a video you watched. Right. But I didn't say it, it was in real life. Okay. I just said I watched the clown masturbate. That's true. Yeah. So you told three truths? No, he's, no. He, has, he has The seen, first one was a lie. He has the Nightmare on Elm Street movie. He's seen the first one only, not, oh, gotcha. not Freddy vs. Jason. I saw Freddy vs. Jason too. Okay. Just yeah. not the only one. Yeah. All right. I suck at this game. Um, I've broken my finger in a basketball game. I've been to three continents. And the first time I ever tipped a stripper was when I was five years old. Finger in a basketball game. I don't think he's ever moved. I know the stripper one's true. Um. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. But five years old? Yeah. Yeah. Five? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All, right. Uh, All right. It's either. Oh, man. Greece is really close to Africa. I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with three continents. As my lie? Yeah. Yeah, that's my lie. Okay. Yeah. I still don't believe that you have ever. Broken finger right there, <clears throat> man. Still won't go straight. Yeah, but playing basketball? Yeah, I was playing basketball. All right, so All one right. thing we're not doing on this this game that we should be doing is that you can ask, uh, each of us should be allowed to ask one question to oh, the person. I didn't know that was part of the rules. To try to elaborate. Um, but as it stands right now, we both have 
one point from getting his right, and I have one point from getting yours right, so I'm winning. Okay, I didn't know this is actually like a winning portion to this game. Yeah, there is. I'm pretty sure we all just lose, but all right. Two truths and a lie. Uh, when I was a little kid, I got really mad at my younger sister, and so one time I tied her to a tree with a jump rope and then went inside and had dinner, and my mom did not know where my sister was. <laughs> I want to believe that's a lie, but it probably isn't. That's the truth. One time when I was a kid, I spent the night at a friend's house who had to get suppositories all the time, and he got one inserted by his mother right in front of me. That sounds true. One time, uh, I had to go to the bathroom really bad, and there was a traffic jam, so I got out of my car and I pissed on the side of a truck that was in front of me. That's a lie. That's a lie. You guys each get to ask me one question. We didn't do that for us. Yeah, it's fine. You have a question to ask? I'm pretty sure that's the lie. What was the suppository for? I think he had some kind of uh, hemorrhoids or, or anal problems. I'm not sure <laughs> exactly problems. what it was. Okay, I'm changing to the suppository one. Okay. Knowing you, you would never piss out in public like that. Knowing how who you are. But you do make a good point about the suppository thing. I'm just going to stick with the truck thing. It's the suppository. That's the lie. Uh, that did actually happen. I had a friend that had to get suppositories all the time. And I, I think it was for some kind of hemorrhoid problem. But he didn't do it right in front of me. He always excused himself to go to his mom's room. It wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past that to be real. This is what I. And uh, when when I peed on the side of a truck, uh, me and eight other friends were inside of a van going to Dallas for a tournament, and it started pouring down rain, and forty five got flooded, and we were stuck in the same spot for over three hours, and I had to go, and I couldn't hold it anymore. So Especially the rain didn't help. I went up right next to an eighteen wheeler and just kind of pissed on the tires, and then. Went back to the car. It was raining anyway. Yeah, it was dark and rainy. So, And then, yeah, I tied my poor sister to a tree <laughs> and left her. I knew that was true already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got in trouble for that. So there you go. An old drinking game? A party game? Let's do one more round. One we, more can round. We, can we do one more round? Yeah, I'm going to have to think of my lies now. Andy, go ahead. All right. The first book I ever read was the great illustrated classics, Robin Hood. The last book that I read was a young adult book about a teenage musician, and I have a foot fetish. Do you have a question for him, George? What was the book about? The last book you read? What was the uh, What was it called, and what was it about? Dragon Singer. It was about a teenage musician. What is it about feet that you like? Uh, long, shapely toes. Good for putting in mouths. You know him better than me, so you wouldn't have a better answer on that one. You're guessing first. Uh, I'm going to go with the last book you read is not a uh, young adult novel. Okay. I'm going to go with foot fetish. Justin gets a point. Feet are gross. <laughs> I figured that was true. Uh, I read Dragon Singer when I was like 10. I found my copy, so I read it again. Cool. George? My turn now, huh? Uh, I've gotten drunk with the Google Dolls. I have been on the local news twice, and uh, the third one, I broke my ankle skateboarding on a show. What show? It was like a really bad backdoor skateboarding show that we were trying to make. Backyard? Yeah, backyard. Well, (laughs) it was like Jackass meets skateboarding, and it wasn't very good. So, CKY? Well, yeah, that was before it became Jackass. Same same idea, but yeah. executed poorly. I just like that it was a backdoor. Um, so, other than your backdoor movies, what were the two local news shows about? 
Uh, the local news segments that I was on was I got kicked out of a uh, a Baptist school I was attending because they found out what my parents did for a living. And the second one is my dad bought a camcorder from Circuit City and there was a brick in it instead of a camcorder. And my dad doesn't speak very good English if you ever my, met my father. So I had to basically be the, the words for him while he just stood there very sternly. Well... I'm not certain this is in the spirit of the game, but I know for a fact that the second one is wrong because you and I have been on the news together multiple times. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to go with that one. I'm going with that one as well. What? The fact that I haven't been on the news. I've been on local news twice. Is that what we're going with? Yeah. Okay. To be honest with you. It's true. I just forgot that we were on the news. <laughs> <laughs> so you're both wrong, fuckers. Uh, uh, it was the last one. It, we weren't really. Yeah, I could tell it was the last one because yeah, you stumbled through I it stumbled, really badly. Well, I was trying to think of like, fuck, what were we skateboarding for? But we were like trying to make a, a jackass show. It just we weren't ever going to send backdoor it videos starring Back, well, George. Part of that wrestling craze. I was all like backyard wrestling and jackass and. We tried filming that, but we weren't going to film anything. Definitely we wanted to, but we didn't. Backdoor, though. <laughs> Whatever. I couldn't think of the word. What do you want from me? We went from teenagers in the backyard to anal sex. Hey, it's that kind of party. The first time I saw boobs was when I accidentally walked into my friend Peter's mom's room while she was changing. The first thing I ever stole was a thing of chapstick. The first thing I ever stole was a $20 bill. Uh, chapstick is the lie. $20 bill is the lie. Yeah, Andy gets a point. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I, I made it real easy because like, it had to be one of the... Yeah. Had to, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was like, here, pick between these two, and here, let me tell you about boobs. <laughs> Remember that story about boobs? <laughs> I hope they were at least nice. Uh, yeah, I guess. All right, so there you go. So I, don't, I, don't, I lost count who had the most right. Uh, I think we're all tied at one. I got zero. Oh, yeah. I think you and me are tied at one. Because okay. you know I don't have a foot fetish, and I know you stole $20. And I won the first one, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first round? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, No, yeah, no time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, anyways, that was pretty fun. Yeah, I, I'm still terrible at this game. Yeah, we'll, we'll get better at it. We'll, we'll keep playing, trying to learn more facts about each other. Here's the problem. Y'all already know everything about me. That's not true. We know a lot about you. I know a lot about Andy. The foot fetish thing was kind of believable. Yeah, so I figured it would be believable. That's why I didn't jump on that first. I mean, he could have said some other things that probably were true that, uh, you know, I don't really want to know. <laughs> Get uncomfortably aware of Andy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that does it for this week's episode of Mind Fudge. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any ideas for games you'd like to hear us play in the fudging around segment, uh, let us know on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on social media, we're at MindFudgeComedy pretty much everywhere. If you'd like to follow me, it's at ComicalJC. For Andy. At PrincessSophiaSU. And for George. Uh, just George ships us at uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everything. Still haven't changed it to the Giggle. No. Giggle! There's too many Gs at this point. It's, I'm, I'm never, I'm never gonna ha- it's never going to happen. It's just going to get longer. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, until, you, until you cement it with the correct number of Gs, he's just going to keep adding them. I know. It's it's a never-ending process at this point. Okay. Yeah. But Twitter will lop off the last two letters, or three letters, of your username. So it would be like, greet. You're going to be like, 22 Gs, E-O. <laughs> <laughs>
Or EA. EA, yeah. yeah. However we want to spell it. Yeah, however we want to spell it. Yeah. That's how I ended up with SU instead of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hey, uh, also subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Leave us a five-star review if you enjoy it. Let us know that you love us. Please let us know that you love us. We need validation. Um, I don't. Well, yeah, we, we already established that on last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yes. Um, don't forget to check out our comic. You can find it at graybearcomics.com. That's G-R-A-Y. It's called Speaking of Evil. It's also yes. available on comicsology.com. And issue like, three is coming out soon. I promise. It is next next month, hopefully. Uh, if you'd like to check out George's other show, Metal Geeks, just go to metalgeeks.net. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to check out my other show, the Horror Geek Podcast, you can find it at horrorgeeklife.com as well as my writing. If What's you'd like to show, check Andy? out my other show, you're screwed because I don't have one. <laughs> I'm about to say, where's your other? But show, Andy, Andy does have a book available on Amazon. Yeah. Tell How's him. that selling? Great. <laughs> <laughs> It's called uh, Shadows Falling. Yeah, I'm thinking about super original. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about pulling it off and retitling it and doing some other stuff. Maybe expanding on it. A collector's edition, right? The originals, the one year anniversary edition. (laughs) Yeah, awesome. Pretty much. Yeah. God, it's been eight months. It's been a while. Seven, seven months. That's pretty much it, guys. So thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Now you two beatbox duel duet. What the fuck was that? Justin, explain the things coming out of your mouth. Bye, guys. (laughs) 